0: okay um so this is my first time going live so any mistakes will call beginner's look it's not my first time going live that's a lie i did go live before and uh for christmas and i did okay i was nervous like super nervous but i've been doing this for what is it september like nine months now so i got the whole talking on the fly thing and um So let's do this live thing, right? So let me introduce myself. My name is Nicole, and this is Live, Love, Lux live. Typically, I record maybe once a week. I've been a little lax the last couple of months. I hope everyone can hear me. Um, I've been a little lax the last couple of months just with everything going on. And um, I figured I would go live and see how things go. Um, and just because I like talking and I like talking about manifestation and the law of attraction. So that is what I'm going to talk about tonight. And I'm not sure how long I'm going to go. Like I said, this is just kind of like a test. So like I said before, if I fail, I don't think I can fail. So <laughs> So I'm working on. Um, oh, let me tell you a little bit about myself. I'm a certified law of attraction life coach. I'm moving more away from life coaching, more to writing and talking about the law of attraction and helping people on an individual basis, moving uh, away from coaching um, so much, doing self-study courses. Um, That's where I'm moving towards, working on a book. But I've been a life coach for almost a year now, and it's been a grand experience. I do believe this is my calling to some degree. Um, I love helping people. I love helping people realize their dreams using the law of attraction and manifesting. Um, I think there's different ways to manifest. And I like to talk about my successes and failures. And I, I have guests on. I So far, I've had three guests on the show. And um, if you look on my profile, you can get access to those shows. And I look to do that in the future. But. Let's, let's talk a little bit. So today for me was a crazy day. I woke up and, um, I was feeling good. Um, so I, I I follow Neville Goddard. If you're not familiar with Neville Goddard was a new thought, uh, teacher in the circa 1920 to 1970. I believe he passed away in the 1970s. Um, and he, was law of attraction manifesting more so law of allowing that's what he called it and it was the concept that visualization and belief were the two foundations of manifesting and whatever you could believe and whatever you could manifest or visualize in your mind's eye usually before sleep stayed in the sleep um like before bed you could realize in your 3D reality had some, what some people would call controversial concepts, like the concept of everyone is you pushed out, which basically kind of says that you are controlling your whole 3D reality. You control what people think, what people think about you, how they live in your reality, how you live in your reality, what your perceptions are, are other people's reality. So if you think someone hates you, they hate you. And it's because you think they hate you. So part of this, everyone is yourself pushed out. Comes the concept of revision, where basically you can go back and change the past. So because, and even in modern psychology and, um, you know, modern science, you know, the past is not reliable. They've done studies where they've asked people to remember certain aspects, like in a, in a. A crime scene and people are horrible at remembering the past, which kind of brings the idea that we really don't have an idea of what happened in the past. So therefore, if you use that as the basis, you can change your past because you're the one who's determining how you remember it. And then there's also different concepts there's there's only now there is no future. There's no past. There's only now we just move from one now to the next now. Um, what's another one of his concepts that's kind of on the fringe of manifesting? Everyone is you pushed out, concept of revision. Um, those are big ones. So, um, but lately I've been listening to Abraham, you know, Esther Hicks, Abraham, uh, the secret. Um, so the secret law of attraction, um, Basically, I would say the the entity responsible for kind of putting, you know, manifesting and law of attraction in like contemporary popularity, um, aside from the movie. Um, So, but lately I've been listening to Abraham um, because I like to change it up, right? So um, I've been listening to Abraham. So I've been working on my positivity and, you know, getting my vibration up and so i was feeling good today and it was funny because you know i've been getting into this idea of really just raising my my vibration staying in the moment really feeling it you know and not really worrying about what i've been manifesting although my manifestations, my manifestations have been really coming home lately. So like I manifested a house and I'm really super excited about that. Um and you know, I really it took me about a year to do it because I officially started last year when I started life coaching. I officially started last year and um it's coming into fruition. I'm building a house and I'm really excited about that. You know, and I have some other great things I mean my businesses are doing well and you know I can't complain you know there's things I could complain about but ultimately I can't complain so I'm happy so like I said I've been playing around with the foundational concepts of the law of attraction and manifesting so today I woke up and I was feeling good and then I talked to a friend of mine and uh, that's where it went downhill (laughs) So, I talked to a friend of mine, and, um, he, um, basically, uh, so here's another side note, Cybra. Um, I'm also going to school to become a, uh, hello. Hello, Rohit. Thanks for joining me. <laughs> Thanks for joining me, Naresh. Hello. Um, I just sort of just looked into the chat area, so. But, um, so, um, I'm going to school for marriage and family therapy. And I had a tough assignment, which was due on Sunday, where I had to uh make a genogram, and basically the last four generations of my family kind of had to go over with <laughs> I'm talking to myself if you can believe that, right? I do that very well, <laughs> so uh okay, but I'm talking about my day so far. this is like my first live uh well, not my first, my second live. So I'm just kind of playing with the platform and, um, just seeing how it works. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I can talk to myself all day. So, <laughs> but I'm glad you're joining me. So, but, um, so I was going through this genogram and I was going through like the last, the last four generations of my family. My name's Nicole. My name's Nicole. And, um, so I, it was kind of tough going through my family history a little bit, you know, just uh, just kind of seeing how dysfunctional it's been in the past, so uh today I feel like but I manifested what happened today. that's the funny part because I was thinking about this person who I talked to, and then I was working on this family thing, and they actually ended up they're totally unrelated from sure, I'm on Instagram, at live, love, looks, that's me on Instagram which leave your Instagram. I'll follow you too. (laughs) So, but, um, yeah, so I, um, I manifested this kind of, we'll say contrast in my life. And, you know, I found out that my family is not as close as I thought it was. And, you know, it was kind of sad for a little bit, but I moved on, you know, because like I said, I'm keeping my vibration high and I'm not, I'm not focusing on my 3D reality. And part of that is sometimes you got to deal with those things that pop up in your 3D and you got to move them aside and not let them bring your day down. So it took me a, a good hour or two to get back in the zone. And then, um, the, the, the other funny thing that happened to me is I'm a writer. I write books. And about, oh, 2017. So, It's 2020. So three years ago, I published, I self-published a book on Amazon. It's called The Moor's Golden Helmet. And it's a book that was inspired by a dream that I had. And I did some research on it and came up with this whole story, published it on Amazon. So I was on Tumblr and I was looking at things on Tumblr and I found a book called The Moor's Account this Pulitzer Prize finalist, I go look at the synopsis of the book and it is very similar to my own book. Now, the the lady who wrote this, she might be an incredible writer, much better than myself, but it was just, I was like, I was shocked. But here's the thing that shocked me the most. My book was one of those things that I had been working on for about 10 years. And I finally just said, I'm just going to self-publish it because I just want to get it done and say that I did it right and so when I published it I just put it out there for the public and said so be it when I saw that this lady who had a very similar concept for the book very accomplished the book ended up being a finalist uh, for the Pulitzer Prize the year that she uh, published it which was 2015 which was before my book was published but it let me know. It was, too, it was a good thing and a bad thing. The good thing was I'm part of the stream of consciousness. This is something that I fully believe in is the stream of consciousness. I believe that we're all a part of the stream of consciousness and we're all connected in that way. You know, but just like you get an idea, someone else gets an idea. I don't believe that, you know, I believe that many people can have the same ideas. So. Thank you, Rohit. And um. I believe that uh I was part of this stream of consciousness. Obviously, the story wanted to get told and it was going to get told either through her, through me, through both of us. And um but what saddened me is that I didn't push a little bit further. I didn't take it a little bit further as this other individual had and had, you know, literary success with. So at the end of the day. You know, as I would kind of prompted me and say, you know what, I just need to go talk about this. <laughs> what kind of prompted me to um, kind of reflect? I didn't because I'm talking on here. So I didn't go to my Instagram page, but I will once I finish up here. Definitely. Most definitely. But um, I um reflecting on I wanted to talk about manifesting and belief because Two things that I think people should realize when they go into this process is that 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 vibrational, that good feeling, that positive feeling that we're all striving for. Yes, that's the pureness of it all. And since I kind of had a bad day where I got a lot of contrast in front of me <laughs> um, and to be able to sit back and laugh at it and say, you know what, if anything, it's a message to keep moving forward with what I want to do and because I've also been having issues like with the the life coaching and everything I I really enjoy it but I really want to make sure I'm helping people I don't want to not be helping people I don't you know like I said earlier I really feel like I enjoy talking you know but I don't want to just be talking to myself I want to actually be helping people with the information that I'm sharing And it's funny, I was listening to some of my past episodes, and have you ever had this situation where you're listening to yourself and you don't remember how you even came up with what you came up with? And I really feel like I'm channeling this information from source, you know, I really feel like maybe that's because I'm listening to Abraham, right? But. (laughs) I'm very, very, um, what do you call it, Um <laughs> influenced by other things, right, but no, but I really do feel like as this information, it's, you know, I do have a grand imagination, but a lot of this, it comes from a higher power, and I want to help people, I want to make sure that I'm always helping people, so um as I'm revisiting the future, you know, the future of the show, the future of my career and everything I just I I just want that to remain in the forefront of why I'm doing this and um always continually going back in uh tap here to invite your guests or co-host okay who is this a bossy. I don't know you but you know what hey let's let's try this out hello can you hear me a bossy, am I saying your name right let me say let me try this Connect. Are you? Are you? Can you hear me? Can you talk? Can you say something? Hello. Hello, caller. Abasi. Is that how you pronounce your name? Are you were just raving at me? I guess. (laughs) Okay. Well, if you do want to talk, just wave at me again. Talking about manifesting and talking about you know the good, the bad, and Oh, you're saying chat. You This is like my second time trying this out, and this is a different format since the first time I tried it. So, but um, are you are you into the law of attraction and manifesting? You can type it in the chat too, if you can't. If cause I do, I hear something. So, but okay. Just let me know. I, I'm open to having a conversation. That's what this is all about. Right. So, OK, I'm going to put you back on mute. OK, so. Um, so, yeah. So in this whole manifesting journey, I think there are like three things that people struggle with, um, why they're not manifesting, you know. So the first thing is it starts with the desire. Right. I think there's a lot of people who really don't know what they want. You know, a lot of times you are doing things because you think people want you to do these things. Um, You're doing it for social status. You're doing it for clout. You're doing it for whatever reason. And I think there there it takes some age and some wisdom and some experience to actually figure out what you want out of life. I can tell you it took me a good 20 years to figure out what I wanted. I was living for what I thought other people wanted me to do. And then you find out people aren't really thinking about you like that. You know, it's all in your head. Um, so you might as well do what you want to do, pursue what you want to do. So the first thing, the first thing I believe messes people's manifestations and intentions up is that they just don't know what they want. Purely, they don't know what they want. They're living for other people. So the second thing is worth and value. The second thing is I don't think people believe that they deserve what they what they want, and they don't value themselves. They, you know, there's a lot of issues with. I, I hear it when I talk to people where they just, you know, they they want to be abundant. They want to have wealth, and then they're like. Um, they have all these limiting beliefs that get in the way of that. And you don't even know that you're limited a lot of times. And that kind of goes back to the, the first, the first, you know, knowing what you want, but believing that you deserve to have what you want, that's a whole other thing. And I would say the biggest work, which really made in this last year of my manifestations, as I mentioned earlier, I manifested a house. And I manifested an increased um, abundance for myself and my family. Um, the biggest thing was knowing that I deserved it, knowing that I was um, I was knowing that I was allowed to have it. <laughs> you know, I didn't have to ask anybody's permission. Um, I didn't. I I think culturally, too. Uh, at least in my culture, I'm African-American, I live in the United States. And culturally, a lot of times we don't we don't think that uh, we deserve a lot of things. And I think it's just because of the nature of, you know, American history and how African-Americans are treated and whatnot. And we buy into that. And I think part of the power and the freedom of the law of attraction and manifesting goes to telling yourself that that stuff is just a story. And I mean, now, don't get me wrong. The Things have happened. Things do happen. You know, I'm well aware of that. But it can't live inside your mind. And I think a lot of people get stuck with these events that happen in the world in their mind. And they're replaying them over and over. And they're putting themselves in the place of the people that it actually happened to. And they're taking on that that negativity and it, it makes your own personal life uh, kind of flat. And you can't create from that. You can't create from lack. You always have to see yourself abundantly. You always have to see yourself as worthy and worth it and, you know, deserving. And it's funny, in manifesting this house, this process, it kind of just snowballed. I wasn't even I wasn't even looking to necessarily buy, let alone build my own house. It was one of those things where um, a situation happened and, you know, I applied for funding and I got it. And it was like, whoa, OK, this is real. You know, I wasn't I, I, I knew I, I wanted to move from my current situation, but, um, you know, I was going to get an apartment. <laughs> And so when this all happened, like I said, it just snowballed. And then all of a sudden, you know, I went from I went from, you know, looking at houses. And then, you know, I I know how many of you have gone through the house finding process and particularly in a seller's market where basically you put an offer in and the next day someone else, you know, steals it out from under you. But I had a lot of that happening initially. And then I just said, you know what, why not build a house? And everything's new I get to pick out everything I get to design it and a year ago if you had talked to me I wouldn't even have thought that was possible and uh I you know I'm amazed and this is why I know it's real because I totally in a year's time totally changed my mindset around totally from the ground up going from a person who was lack mentality, totally low self-esteem, not valuing myself, not uh, feeling like I was entitled to anything, um, and now just living in my abundance. And um, it's an amazing feeling. That's why I want to share it. That's why I want other people to to be able to pick themselves up and and have the life that they want to have. Whatever that is, whatever that means for them, you know. For, for me, it was have, you know, having my own place. Um, you know, I've talked about my story on the show a little bit, and I invite you to go back and listen to my old shows so I don't have to rehash it here. Um, so, uh, you know, to hear my story. But, you know, in short, uh, I'm divorced. I have five kids. Three of my kids are on the autism spectrum. So I have challenges. <laughs> You know, and overcoming those challenges have been um, in this last year have involved a lot of me changing how I think and how I perceive myself and how I perceive the world around me, how I perceive others. I was one of those type of people who thought everyone was out to get me. Uh, I thought my friends were out to get me. I thought strangers were out to get me. I thought jobs oh we're not even going we'll talk about careers one day but when I've had so many jobs it's not even funny um that's why I'm an appropriate life coach because I've pretty much done everything (laughs) So, so um but I you know I was that type of person where I was totally living in I everyone hated me they were either jealous of me they hated me they disliked me for whatever reason it's a very isolating it's a very isolating and sad existence and I know other people are like that because I've talked to them I've sat down I've talked to people and they've had that same reality they've had that same experience where they feel isolated they feel alone they feel like they can't create any change in their lives and you know that is no way to live our our world is beautiful you know there's so many beautiful things to experience and it's like why are we so miserable? You know, why don't we believe that we have the power to create our own reality? Um, there's a lot of reasons. And I know there's a lot of people who don't struggle like that. I know there's a lot of people um, and you meet them and I used to hate them. <laughs> I used to hate them. I'd be like, ah, oh, how, how do you do it? You know, and, and they're those kind of sweetest people. But I used to hate them I do it because they were doing something that I couldn't do and I didn't know how to do. Until this last year where I basically, you know, got a crash course. On... Now, let me let me be fair. I've known about the law of attractions pretty much since that movie came out. The Secret came out years ago and I bought the book and I started on it, but I didn't do any real deep dive into it. And I think probably after about three months I was like, OK, this is bogus. <laughs> I didn't get the car that I wanted. I didn't get, you know, whatever, whatever. I had a vision board. You know, so I was all in for a couple months and then I was like, yeah, I'm done with this. Um, and I revisited it uh recently, I think it, I think mainly because of Neville Goddard's work. I had never when I first got introduced to the law of attraction, I was mainly with the secret, the movie and then with Abraham, you know, and um, I never really got into it fully. It, it kind of felt like something that I couldn't attain, a feeling that I couldn't attain. And I think, well, not I think. I know when I started reading Neville Goddard's work recently, there was something about the way that he wrote that really helped me understand how creation works, how the whole process works. I don't know. I just saw it in a different light. Maybe I was just more open to it. Um, than I had been in the past. And so I kind of, I really took to it. And, you know, I started watching, uh, other coaches on YouTube. I read his works. Most of his stuff is available free online, which was helpful, you know, because like I said, when I started this process, totally, I'm in 360, right? Like I didn't have money. <laughs> I didn't have, I didn't have any money. I mean, I was living like, you know, I would get money once a month and um it was already spent on bills probably you know i'd get the money like since you know the 30th first it was already spent by like the third and then i'd have to figure things out for my own business um but they weren't doing that well you know they were they were modest and it just everything was a struggle and so it was you know so the fact that his information is available free and it it was helpful. So I read it and I'm a, I, I love to read. Anyway, I read everything. I study everything. I study history. I study, um, you know, metaphysics. That's I mean, what what I, I dropped the law of attraction years ago and then I started studying metaphysics, the occult, other religions. I, uh, you know, I started off. Um, with Christianity and then I went into other religions so I'm pretty well read on a lot of things a lot of uh creation stories and how how the world works so I'm pretty open-minded too you know I I I I am very um aware that I don't know everything and there's always something that I can learn from someone else or something else but What I feel like I developed this year, which made the difference in my manifestations and intentions, is I developed a secure sense of self and who I am as a creator, you know, and I cemented the belief that I can be, do or have whatever I want. And that's that's a very big stretch from being in a poverty, lack mentality, consciousness to then going to like, okay, I can be, do or have whatever I want. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. And I had I tested it out. I tested it out, and you know I was probably fifty-fifty like with six. I did small things. Um, I used to watch uh, I, and I still do watch him. I used to watch a guy on YouTube, Joseph Ally. I really like him, and um, he introduced me to the coffee concept where you manifest a cup of coffee. So I started off with that, and like I was doing this for like two days, and I drove. uh, so, one of my businesses I clean I clean airbnb units right so um and I started that last year too like everything just snowballed i really seriously just snowballed in in a, a year right so I was driving from one of my jobs and um I happened to stop at Turkey Hill and they had free coffee that day, and they don't have free coffee turkey hill's a like a convenience store out here where I live. And they had free coffee. And I said, oh, you got to be kidding me. And I just chuckled and laughed. And here's the funny thing. Like when you start down this path, you don't really have people that you can tell this to. So (laughs) I was I was just like grinning from ear to ear. I'm like, I manifested a cup of coffee. It works. It works. It works. You know, I was really excited about that. And I couldn't really tell anybody because most people, when you start talking about this stuff, they think you're crazy. So, so I'm like, you know, I had to keep it to myself. I tried telling my mom about it, but she's like, she, um, she grins, but I know she's thinking, oh my gosh, what has Nikki gotten herself into? But, um, but no, I had to keep it to myself. So, um, so I'm sitting there manifesting. I started manifesting money and then opportunities started happening. And, you know, it was, with every manifestation, it was like a level up and I would just, I would just start things would just start happening and I would be in awe and then I had to get comfortable with it because what would happen is I would have like a level of manifestations happen and then I get scared. (laughs) I was like, oh, my gosh, what if I am doing all this? Right. Oh, I, I cannot. Is this possible? Right. What if I am responsible, like what if I'm really thinking this stuff and it's really happening? And so I got scared. So I'd like back off and then maybe something like contrasting would happen. Something ne- negative would happen. And um, I would kind of have to use changing my mindset around to like dig myself out of that hole. Um, as soon as I got comfortable with it, though, then things like I started off with a list and I talk about this in my previous um, episodes, podcast episodes. But I started off with a list and. I had like a hundred plus things on this list, and the list has got smaller and smaller, but the beautiful thing is I can go back and I can see, oh my gosh, I manifested that I manifested that I manifested that um but meanwhile i'm learning how to trust myself i'm learning how to love myself i'm learning how to cement my beliefs of 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 how I want my world to be structured how I want people to show up in my life still working on that one because that this was today's lesson thus why I'm here talking on live because today's lesson was people how they show up in your life <laughs> but um yeah so uh, you know I would I would learn these lessons and then I'd hit a plateau and then I'd level up again and I'd hit another plateau and then I'd level up again and you know slowly but surely I started seeing changes uh, real changes and also I started seeing changes about how I started thinking about myself in relationship to other people and that's kind of where I am right now where I'm still working on that and um oh thank you thank you that is my goal in life to sound sweet and to smell sweet so that's one of my businesses is perfume so <laughs> but um yeah so I would you know I would try to where I'm like I said, where I'm working on what I'm working on right now is just trying to create those connections, meeting people, like-minded people who are, you know, who I can talk to about the law of attraction and manifesting. Um and not be be so much in like a service role because that's that's the thing with the coaching. You know, I you know, I want to develop real relationships with these people, not you know, fee for service type relationships and that's what I'm moving towards is kind of building a community or becoming part of a community and creating real connections so that there's other people that I can call up and say, hey, I uh, manifest another cup of coffee, you know, so, <laughs> you know. So that's that's where. I'm but OK, the third thing, because I brought up two reasons. So the first one is uh, people don't know what they want, really what they want. The second thing is uh, people don't. Um, have a uh, oh gosh see this is the thing why i don't do this live because i'll forget and i'm not i'm doing this on the fly i don't have anything written down so um the second thing was um oh not feeling worthy right not believing that you um deserve what you want you know and i what the one thing one tip i have for that is in feeling worthy feeling deserving is that if you didn't have this desire, right, for a certain thing, whether it be a house, this strong desire, like it's you wouldn't have it. You wouldn't identify with it. And I think there is a strong what I noticed in the people that I talk to for coaching and people who ask me questions is that people just they just don't see like anything that they could think of. Some people just think if I'm thinking of it, I'm not supposed to have it. It's like, no, 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 no. That's the exact opposite. If you're thinking of it, you are supposed to have it. You know, it's just just how you're thinking about it. So I think that's a reason why people don't manifest what they want. They don't think that they deserve it. And the third and final reason how to let go. People don't know how to let go because this and I really think this is the hardest thing and the most important thing. You have to be able to drop the desire. And that was that was a hard thing to learn. And it would happen naturally. And that's when I would start to see I would start to get familiar with that feeling of, okay, this is what it feels like to drop the desire. Right. Um, It's hard, particularly if you really want something. But then you start to learn you can want something. You start to learn how to walk that fine line of. I desire this. But you know what? If I don't get it, I'm good because I feel good and I'll get something else. And that's probably been not that I don't want the thing that I want, but you have to be able to walk away. You know, it can't be your end all be all can't be your, you know, deal breaker. It has to be Any Everything in life has to, you have to have the ability to leave it on the table, push away and walk away. And um, a lot of times that's, that's the key. And then next thing you know, you manifest it and you're like, oh, okay. I dropped the desire. It's good. Um But it's, it's, it's a fine line. And I, I think that we're not used to, we're not used to thinking in that way. We're not used to seeing life in that way. So, I mean, dropping desire, I mean, how, how we're, we're told to work hard and, taught to work hard and focus on things dropping the desire seems like you're either giving up or you really don't want it that bad but it's not true that's like the key to actually turning it around for manifesting um it was funny like i was mentioning about the house situation um so in a week's time i like went through this whole um roller coaster of events and emotions with this house (laughs) (laughs) So <laughs> with, you know, so it started off with i put an offer in on a house and I didn't get it. But it was it was like it was like over the weekend. So it was a possibility that I could have gotten it. And I was like, oh, man, I really, really, really want this house. It's perfect. You know, whatever, whatever. Um, But it really wasn't perfect. I mean, there it really wasn't what I wanted. What I wanted was to build a house. If when I go back and I look at my first list that i i set up of desires building my own house is on the list and buying you know an already lived in house would have been me settling for something that i really didn't want so it was almost natural that i wasn't going to get any of those offers that i put in that i really didn't want them, but i had to go through this roller coaster and at the end i remember um I remember before I kind of acquiesced and I said, you know what, I'm going to go for new construction. I basically said, I'm OK with everything. You know, if I don't, the problem with the new construction is is that it's eight months to build. Right. And so I wanted to move from my current situation as quickly as possible. But I had to come and kind of come to terms with it and be like, you know what, I'm good. Eight months isn't that long. Eight months, that's springtime. It'll be here before I know it. I mean, look at this year, 2020, I feel like just started and uh it's already September. So it's actually already the middle of September, let alone September. It's almost October. This year is almost over. Thank God. Right. <laughs> but but, uh, you know, I had to come to terms with it. And there's a part of me where my, one of my intentions is that my house gets built in half the times. <laughs> so I'll let you know if that happens. But, um, you know, dropping the desire for it, dropping that. that intense need to have it happen the way that I want it to happen and maybe not necessarily the way that it's going to unfold unfold anyway for my best highest and best good that's the key so I've been talking for 40 minutes so um i got four people listening i'm so excited thank you for listening everybody i appreciate it i hope i have shared something of some value to you just rambling about my life (laughs) um it made me feel better i'll be honest like it's you have been listening from the beginning my day has been a little on the sour side but um i thank you for listening and i'm gonna do this again like i said i usually drop the show once a week uh, live, Love, Lux. I have a website. It's livelovelux.com. That's dot xcom I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter and I'm on Tumblr and I'm on Pinterest, which is actually my favorite social media platform because it's very visual and I'm very visual. So um, I, I reach, you know, feel free to reach out to me. I'm very friendly and open. We can talk about manifestation, law of attraction. Cause that's my thing right now. (laughs) So, um, uh, and I'm not really taking any coaching clients right now. I mean, but I do answer questions. Um, and I have a lot of information available on the website and on my social media platforms. So I'm going to sign off. Thank you for joining me. And I will check your, uh, Instagram message. I'm I'm going to, I'm going to go there right after I get off of here. So, um, but thank you for joining me and I hope you guys join me again and as I say in most of my shows because I really um am very corny I always say welcome to your life uh it's after this song by uh gosh is it tears for fears welcome to your everybody wants to rule the world because I feel like that's kind of the song that uh my gosh I hope it's tears for fears I hate to be wrong about stuff like that but um everybody wants to rule the world and um the first the first lyric is welcome to your life and I feel like manifestation law of attraction it's a welcoming to your life so hey everyone oh man keep I'm just getting ready to leave and you're just joining but hey next time next time listen again okay um welcome to your life talk to you soon everybody thank you Bye bye